Hi, I'm Dave Westberg, and you're listening to the Billboard Insider Podcast, where I interview industry leaders about trends impacting the U.S. out-of-home advertising business. This podcast is sponsored by Adomni. Increase your revenue by listing your billboard on Adomni. Today's guest is Ron Benyar, president and CEO of Ubimo. Ubimo is a New York City-headquartered private company which provides location intelligence data to out-of-home advertising companies who want to sell billboards to clients based on audiences instead of locations. Welcome to the show, Ran. Thanks. Excited to be here. Ran, talk about Ubimo's history and how it has come to develop out-of-home advertising products. Sure. So Ubimo is a location intelligence company. We founded the company close to seven years ago really with the intention of trying to see how we can leverage location data and mobile data and turn it into insight about consumer behavior. Back at that time where obviously there was a shift, a paradigm shift in markets into in-app, there was this whole frenzy to replicate the digital ecosystem from desktop to mobile, but it was really focused on the online experience. And we felt that you know, this is the first time in history that you have everybody walking around with a device that is sending location signals. And for us, it was really interesting to see how we can actually use the signal of what you're doing, the actual real offline world, and connect it with your digital experience to try to you know, gain more insights about consumer behavior. And that's really been the genesis of Ubimo and what we've been focusing ever since to see how we can connect the, the digital and, and physical world. And in recent years, as we kind of developed more and more applications that were trying to leverage that ability to take digital assets an audience and index it into real world venues out of home kind of came up as one of the you know perfect example of how this can be used and leveraged and this kind of led us to develop our suite of solutions for out of home and am i right the company is it privately funded right now yes that's correct give us a sense of scale of the company how many people and where they're located Sure. The company was founded in Tel Aviv in Israel, and today we're close to 55 people, 15 here in New York, which is kind of where our business headquarters is at. And then we have an R&D center in, in Israel. The company was backed by Pitango, which is Israel's largest VC, and we had two funding rounds to date. Wow. And in terms of clients, I looked at a client list. looks like you've got a lot of out-of-home companies, am I right? Clear Channel, you've got Zoom Media, Kinetic, and am I right? It's both operators and it's agencies or research firms that may want to layer your data onto things? Yes, that's correct. Out-of-home is obviously one of our biggest verticals, and we work with all sides of, of the industry, so both from, from the media owners, as you mentioned, also you know the buy side, and essentially trying to really promote that notion of taking digital audience-based approach into what was predominantly a kind of a real estate-driven industry. Let's expand on that a little bit. Paula Zen, your director of marketing, told an old AAA webinar last month that Ubimo helps out-of-home businesses sell audiences instead of property locations by connecting the digital and the physical world. Can you unpack that? How actually do you do that? Sure. So if you think about the way that, you know, out of home has been sold previously, it was mostly about, you know, how many, you know, eyeballs am I reaching? And maybe there were some metadata about the neighborhood or the area, you know, very static. What we do today with our technology is basically we look from a digital data-driven approach. So first we're looking at an audience. Let's say you're interested in, you know, an audience with a propensity to buy product X. What we do is we take that audience and we overlay it with, with the real world. So we, we basically, we 
test how it indexes against various locations, including billboards or it can be stores. And then we figure out like which are the most relevant location for that specific audience. So the minute you do that, you actually turn the conversation from kind of an offline impression-based approach into an online digital approach. So you're actually starting to talk the same language that a CMO will talk. You know, this is the audience I'm trying to reach. Now we can help them to find those audience in the real world. And not just to find them, we can also start to measure the impact of those out-of-home campaigns into both offline visitation actions, but also into online uh, actions. Mm -hmm. Can you give some specific examples of how Ubimo has helped out-of-home companies? Sure. So, you know, we've published a few case studies also, but essentially we're focusing on a couple of areas. One is obviously in the planning stage. So when you're trying to first come up with the plan for an out-of-home, we invested a lot to help companies such as Clear Channel and Zoom leverage our technology when they're developing their stacks in order to very easily and in real time find those assets that over-index with a specific audience. But we're also focusing on the measurement side of things. So, for example, with JC Deco, we are helping them also to power a lot of their attribution efforts using our unique out-of-home attribution methodology. And the last example relates to another emerging section of out-of-home, which is programmatic digital out-of-home, which, again, really touches back to our strengths being a DSP in, in our core. We can now leverage all of that technology that we've developed for out-of-home also to include real-time activation through programmatic channels. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break here for a word from our sponsor. Join the fastest-growing out-of-home network alongside over 70,000 digital screens. Adomni easily connects with Watchfire, Formetco, or Dactronics billboards and enables advertisers and agencies to quickly find and buy your unsold billboard space. With Audience IQ technology, advertisers can target consumer profiles such as demographics, behavior, and interests that travel past your billboards. Visit Adomni.com or email sales at Adomni.com to learn more. Mention this Billboard Insider podcast to receive one free year of Adomni's white-labeled booking engine on your website. And I've got a lot of out-of-home executives that don't really understand the, you know, they don't spend all day long dealing with the data world. Can you break it down very simply for them? How do you obtain data sets? What kind of data are you layering on to provide these audience and location insights? Sure. So I think when we're talking about location and data, there are a couple different data sets in play, and I'll I'll talk about the three major ones and how we at UBMO connect them together to get what we call the indexing or basically the insights that that is based on an audience. So the first component that goes into the equation is the mapping component, basically understanding, you know, different venues, locations, and for any given point in any given time, you know what's happening there. The second layer is the movement data. So this is actual data about devices. And this data is something that we license. So we partner with other SDKs or applications that are licensing that data on a daily basis. That creates our panel. Today, we have a panel of close to 50 million daily active users in the U.S. Wow. And then the third component is a digital data set that's basically third-party or even first-party data that's coming from our clients. And what we do is when you select an audience, a digital audience, what we do is we look using our panel at devices 
and we figure out which venues or which billboards actually over-index, meaning that we see a higher percentage of that digital audience in our panel compared to the control group. Okay, so you start with a map, you layer on device data, which I'm assuming is really smartphone movement data. Exactly. And then you take that and you use it to identify billboards. If I want to reach a certain demographic, you're able to say, you want to reach this demographic, you want these 15 billboards. Exactly. Okay. So you basically select the assets that are highly over-indexing with your desired audience. So you're now doing the kind of the reverse approach. You're first looking at the audience you're trying to reach, and we help you to find those locations which are mm-hmm. more relevant to, to those specific audiences. Mm-hmm. Okay. What mistakes do out-of-home companies make when they apply data to the out-of-home business? I think that there are two, I would say, two main I think, mistakes or, or misconceptions. One is a lot of kind of the preconceived notions of companies that are looking at more static data. So looking at data that is tied to that maybe that specific neighborhood and that specific location, which is not necessarily the way that if you look at movement data, so devices that are passing through that area will tell a very different story than you know, what a census data will say or other types of kind of legacy data sets that can be attached to a given location. One is to change their kind of perception about using more dynamic real-time data. And the other, I would say... Well, it's not really an error, but you know, sometimes they're missing the opportunity of going really granular and using really custom data sets. So a lot of companies will try to use generic third-party data sets when you can actually, you know, using our platform, really create granular data sets or bring in your own first-party data and very quickly figure out a plan to address those audiences. So we see that as kind of the best approach and the cutting edge in terms of how do you plan and build out of home. So just, you know, categorize in general, moving away from static data and trying to leverage as much as you can your own first party data or data sets that you've already verified. You mentioned that first error. That to me seems to be, I may have a restaurant or a certain retail location. The old way was just, oh, I got to buy, I got to buy billboards around my location. Well, maybe not. Maybe you want to buy billboards that may be quite a ways away from your location because the people moving by a billboard way far away from your location may end up at night in the zip code where your business is, where if you just look at a location-based, you're going to miss an insight like that completely, aren't you? Exactly. That's a perfect example of how, if you look at from the audience perspective, it could be a completely different story than just looking at the proximity-based uh, approach, which is obviously effective, but is limited in its scale. Yes. Ran, am I right also that what you do is you help tighten up and clean up and correct errors that otherwise might happen, for instance, in attribution? I remember Paul Zen saying that one of the things you need to understand is just because a device is signaling, certain devices may be more active and maybe will skew outcomes. So don't you, you have some algorithms where you try and correct for skewed results that have to do with whether a device is active or not? Yes, there's actually a couple of major biases when you're looking at out-of-home and mobile data. And if you just take the naive approach, and there's, yes, the first problem is that you have various degrees of signals for different devices. So just selecting a group of devices, you may end up with a different composition. You could have a couple of active devices that are really skewing the results. So this is Mm -hmm. one problem that we're solving. The other one 
is actually more tied to the nature of out of home. If you think about it, a lot of those assets are placed strategically, meaning that in most cases, they will be very in proximity to the actual target. Yes. So you're actually exposing those devices and they're much more likely to visit those stores because the stores are there. And in some cases, it's even the same location, like in, you know, in, in an outdoor mall and, and so forth. So what we do there is we also try to break down and look at you know, a control group that is comprised also on a kind of pre-campaign and during campaign behavior. So you can kind of start to neutralize the effect of the actual media location in conjunction with other biases that we fix in the data itself, like the, the signal problem. Mm-hmm. Ran, how does UBMO's data and its products, how do they complement Geopath's new data system? I think in Geopath's regard, you know, Geopath is a great initiative in a sense that it creates uh, a currency that a lot of the out-of-home industry is using, and that really helps to, to facilitate a lot of the conversations. I think what we are doing is, is slightly different in a sense that we are trying to give our clients the tool to basically create their own data sets and bring in their own data, and we're really trying to focus on our client's ability to customize and build the application on top of our stack. So we're not trying to provide just the data or indexing of, of static data, which, mm-hmm. you know, which is great. But from our perspective, the real power comes when our clients are driving and essentially deciding which data sets are more relevant for which client. Okay. Privacy is a big issue, has become a big issue. What are your thoughts? Yeah, obviously, privacy, you know, is a very important issue. And I actually think that there's been a lot of great progress in recent years. UBIMO has always been kind of at the forefront of using industry best practice and standards. And I think as we operate only behind consent, so we only license data that's been consented by the user for the app or SDK to collect and share, what's happening in recent years is that that consent process is getting better. So obviously driven by GDPR and the new California Privacy Act that is coming I think we will see more improvement uh, around that area. Again, focusing on the out-of-home and panel-based solution versus kind of the direct one-to-one marketing, I think also helps to mitigate a lot of those concerns in the fact that you're looking at patterns and trends yes. versus tracking an individual device. You are a tech guy, and you at one time worked at Google. I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> will, will Google ever try to enter the automated out-of-home buying business? If you ask me, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. I think out of home and digital out of home has been growing consistently, you know, year over year. And programmatic is a very new addition to that. I think that once the scale is there, I don't see a reason why not to include it in the regular media mix. And once it's there, advertisers will demand their platforms to support it. So I think it's just a matter of scale. Mm-hmm. Once we get there, we will see the big guys playing there. Yeah. And finally, what does the U.S. out-of-home advertising industry have to do to get from 4% of the total U.S. spend to 6% of the total U.S. ad spend? I think we're on the right track. So what we're trying to do is to help that indus- you know, our industry to get to the CMO level and talk the audience media mix conversation. Once you do that, once you're in the consideration of that, you know, reach and frequency for an audience, then you can start to, you know, claw some of those budgets, which up until now were really being held to those digital channels. And Audible was co- always kind of the stepson in those conversations. I think now it's the same conversation, so it's much easier. And we're seeing examples of brands that once they have the ability to leverage the data that they trust, they will increase budgets. Mm-hmm. Terrific. 
That's all for this week. Thanks for appearing on the show, Rand. Thanks for having me. This podcast was sponsored by Adomni. Increase your revenue by listing your billboard on Adomni. You can listen to episodes of the Billboard Insider podcast by visiting billboardinsider.com or by subscribing to the Billboard Insider podcast on iTunes or any of the usual podcast outlets. Our email is billboardinsider at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in a couple weeks.